Welcome to Go Home Heat, a sports entertainment smackdown podcast. Justin is here. Justin, yes, sir. You are. Okay, you are here. Good. All right. I am here. Sonya Deville begins this episode of SmackDown with uh, the announcement that WWE is returning to the road and they are going to be, I assume that means full capacity events. And to coincide with that, we will get a parade of champions, which is not really a parade. There are champions standing at the top under the Titan Tron. And at this point, there was no parade, Kevin. Right? I love Who doesn't love a parade? Promised. Sir? That I was promised a parade, and I did not receive a parade. Agreed. So when Paul Heyman came out and interrupted this thing, I was totally cool with it because I was like, this isn't a parade anyway. And Paul points out they weren't even champions. No, they're just title holders. There's only one champion. And he is our tribal chief, and he will have his own championship parade, which will again not be a parade. However, I'll accept it because Paul gets to talk a lot during it. And this segment winds up leading to Bailey coming out and running down every champion on the stage except Apollo who seems quite pleased that she said, hey, Apollo, instead of running him down. And then we get some, somehow or another, this spins around and we wind up with um, Naya, Baszler, Bailey versus Natty, Tamina, and Bianca. You have the title holders versus the number one contenders and Although Bailey isn't an ex-champion, as in I deserve a rematch ex-champion, she had been the longest reigning champion. And she rightly pointed out, she was, along with Sasha, the saviors of the pandemic era for WWE on women's wrestling. That's true. That's true. And, of course, it's been well-documented. Bailey's heel turn has been one of the more fascinating and wonderful things to happen in wrestling along with Roman's heel turn, you know, and this match, I thought, I thought they had a little, uh, almost kind of a shield match here. It was fast paced. A lot happened. You have multiple really good workers. I thought, I thought of you when Baser winds up getting the choke out win over Natty. I, I thought of you and I thought you might be tearing up a little bit to see Baser. I was, I was a little happy about that. right right oh my god considering that on Monday we saw her get distracted by a man she could care less about being injured outside the ring he wasn't there Reginald I hope Reginald's burn wounds are um, are healing nicely what would have been even the better way she could have worked Monday is if she started laughing so hard at Reginald getting caught on fire that she got rolled up I would have been okay with that Oh my God, you just said it, right? If she had been laughing at that, and then like this week, you know, on Friday, Reginald was missing, obviously due to the severe burns. Why couldn't we get that guy in like some form of a face wrap? Yeah. 
Yes. <laughs> with like the whole face wrapped up, but with sunglasses on the eyes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Invisible Man style. And and hopefully leave his hair hanging out of it somehow. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so so very good. Um, but we have kind of told a lot of, uh, you know, you get somewhere around 20 minutes, half hour into the show and we've been focusing on the women's division a great deal here. Then we get Michaela talking to Big E, which is going to be an, uh, intercontinental style segment here. Big E gives a great promo about his powerhouse positivity and, how he's going to be standing in the ring legitimately at the end of the show with multiple Hall of Famers when you're talking about Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and, uh, you know, hopefully Apollo, but he ain't there yet. Um, Big E himself is a future Hall of Famer already, no matter what happens. And, well, the New Day is, which he'll get, he's in that. Um, the He called them dogs and then he points out that what he means by that is they have doggedly worked at their craft. And it was so good and so true and pointing out that this is what I wanted. I wanted to be in this situation where I'm wrestling the very, very best in tough circumstances. This is how I prove who I am. I thought all this was well done. You? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, contradiction to that is the Alistair Black, Blake, uh, Alistair Black promo that comes on right after that, which is well done as, as also well done. However, you wind up with him talking about the what does he call it? There is an art to cruelty, and then they start focusing on the art that's actually on his body which I yeah. thought was a neat aspect of it. And especially that huge thing that's on his back. The, the, what is, is that a Medusa? What is that? It's a demon face. Okay. Yes. Yeah, she, she's scary. Yeah. <laughs> hours and hours and hours and hours and hours in a tattoo chair. Yes. And I thought this was really well done. And like we said last week, these, these aspects have been getting ratcheted up. They're getting better and better. These, little backstage films that they're giving us because they're not really vignettes you know he's giving yeah. <clears throat> some sport form of a spoken word story along with edited footage that had been cartoons really up until cool now animation. yes sir and really cool animation absolutely and so again this is that mid-card picture and we just we just kind of thickened it a little bit by putting Alistair's name in the middle of that and focusing on him it's one of the differences I think between this and a raw, right? Or a lot of shows, not just raw, you know, a lot of shows have an issue with presenting the mid card in a fully functioning way. If that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Corbin promo. I thought he did good. He calls out Shinsuke. I mean, this is, it all had to happen. I, I, I kind of, I don't hate Corbin pr promos. I don't hate Corbin as a wrestler. I, I know a lot of people do. I thought I think these guys have have chemistry. The main thing here, though, is Ricky Boggs gets introduced, and he is evidently. Mm -hmm. I think he was an air guitarist at NXT, right? I think so. He was the guy who would walk around. Act, I think that's who, who he is. 
And it turns out, I mean, if he was really playing right there, he's pretty freaking good. Yeah, dude. That was slick. And if he well, wasn't... Oh, not, let's not get past the uh, the little uh, the little social media videos of Shinsuke going around town with the, with the, <laughs> the crown on. Oh, yeah. Driving in the convertible around town with his crown on? Oh, yeah. And Hanging out in the bar drinking tea with his crown on. Uh, I don't. Dude. I don't necessarily think that that like. I don't think they had to have cameras on that. I think Shinsuke just rolls like that. That's how he rolls. Yeah. He and I love and, and Shinsuke. You know, you, we we talk about even if you put somebody in something that's weird, they need to be all in. And Shinsuke was all in with this partnership with Boggs. You know. He was doing the Boo. dancing around it, allowing Boggs to play that Boo. guitar. What's that? Boogs. Boogs. I'm not my father's name is Boogs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, O-O-G-S is not Boggs. Uh, and he said Boogs. I know, but it sounds like boobs. I know. I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to mis- mispronounce it just so I don't have to make the mistake of calling him boob. Uh, no. <sighs> it seems like I'm going to call him. Go. You can call him Ricky B, I guess, or something like that. Can't just intentionally mispronounce the man's last name. Okay. So you get you gonna mess with Mustafa's name too? Because just because it suits your fancy. I would. Terrible, I, w- I would not and. Wow, uh, but it does have a it does have a lead singer. They have a lead singer, lead guitarist thing right there, right? Yeah, yeah. And so then we get a really good matchup. You know, I think these guys have great chemistry together. It's a little okay. Both these guys have good chemistry with whoever they wrestle, right? And people sleep yeah. on the fact that Corbin has good chemistry with whoever he wrestles. You know, now um, Boogs does wind up playing a little riff there during the match, and that distracts, and Shinsuke goes over. Now it's a little flustering that Shinsuke would need help to win against to win against anybody. I did kind of like the inventive style roll up he got on Corbin. Yeah, it the distraction didn't necessarily. Sometimes I'm okay with the distraction if it's not bang bang. Like if there's a couple more things that happen. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. Because and not only that, I mean, shoot, that's on Corbin. Yeah, dude. You knew the guy's out there with a guitar. Why are you checking out his wrist, man? Just because <laughs> you're, you know. Maybe he's a fan. That's like letting the fans get in your head and debate like you're playing in the outfield and the fans are yelling at you. You can't be looking at the fans, man. Ball's in your way. Right, right. So then we're going to move to um, – so Corbin gets to keep the crown for right now, and I assume this goes on. You mean, I'm sorry. Shinsuke gets to keep the crown right now, and I assume this continues a little bit. Jimmy Uso. I'm go ahead. enjoying it. Me too. I'm Me too, Justin. I'm enjoying it too. Uh, Jimmy tells Sonya – that uh, he and Jay are ready for the smoke, and Sonya is really doesn't think for sure that that's true. But she said if it's true, well, not even if 
She'll set the match up, but it can't be tonight because the Usos, the Hall of Fame Usos, versus the Street Profits, who were the best tag team in the division over the last year, uh, is a match that needs pubbing, which is interesting, too, because <laughs> sometimes I wonder why we don't announce more matches in over the course of Raw and, and SmackDown instead of always having these segments that set up matches, right? Well, I wonder why, Kevin. It's almost like they're writing the script as the show is running. <laughs> what a... <laughs> Not so much on this show, though, because Sonya put an end to that on this, and no, no one believes when Jimmy walks out of the room, nobody believes that Roman Reigns has signed off on Jey Uso having a tag team match, do they? No. <laughs> Justin just made a, a a great point off air. Um, what were you just saying, Justin? I was just saying how Pat McAfee it, it was one. He he was getting over Rick Boots coming out playing playing the guitar. He was just you know marking out for it. But then he called when we were watching the match. He's calling the match and he's calling it with like intensity. He's not calling it like he's reading off the script. He's like, oh my god, that happened. Oh my god. And he's calling moves out. And he's, you know, he's selling me the match, which he's the best announcer they have on any show right now for me. There's not even any close. With with Samoa Joe gone, there's nobody can even be close to him. I 100% agree. Uh, When he got up, when he stood up and was like playing air guitar in Cole's face, I cracked up. It seems like he's the. It seems like he is enjoying himself. It seems like he believes this is the best place to be on a Friday night. It seems like, and I, I don't doubt that he is. Uh, I think he. I, I think Pat probably thinks wherever he is is the best place to be, which is a good way to go. But that man is the most confident punter I've ever seen. Right. He's like Phil Collins. You know, the drummer shouldn't be that talented. The punter shouldn't be that talented. Right. The The thing, too, about Pat is you, you, you alluded to they may ruin him at, at some point, right? And here's the thing. Yeah. This ain't Pat's only job. Well, yeah, that's my the good thing is he can walk and be a billionaire. <laughs> right. And he can, al- he can also... He has a perspective that other people don't have that are only doing this for a living. Right? Because no matter no matter what it can happen to when you're trying to do so much content and you're, and you're constantly being told by your bosses this is important, this is important, this is important, this is important. The purpose of pro wrestling is inter the purpose especially in this company. The purpose of what you're doing is entertainment. And that in, that involves fun and joy. And at some point, even when Michael Cole, as you know, and I, I've you know I've heard Moxley's wife uh, Renee say many times how good Michael Cole actually is at his job, when you consider what all he has to do. And I, I'm not going to be, begrudge her that. But at some point, in an effort to portray excitement, you you forget about the joy. 
and this guy's here because it's fun. Yeah, and you feel it. You absolutely feel it. I'll tell you a guy that's reinvigorated since last year's uh, WrestleMania is the next thing we get, and it's Kevin Owens. And he gives a killer promo where he talks about all those accomplishments he had in his first couple of years. You know, he, he whoops Cena right out the shoot. You know, he, he's a multiple-time champion and, and, you know, tag teams and Intercontinental U.S., and then he's won, he's won the big belt. And he says, you know, this is where I go back and get that. I see. At one time, I was called the prize fighter. That's who I am again. I'll take anybody, anytime, anywhere. I'll fight. Um, you remember the Fight Owens fight shirts. He oh, has yeah. been he has been deep in his bag since the Seth Rollins feud uh, at WrestleMania, and he has stayed there. He has been great with with that you. When the Roman Reigns feud was over, as much as everybody kind of understood Roman had to keep the belt because that tells the story, like he, Roman can't quite be who he is yet without the belt. You know, he will be able to soon, but we we understood Kevin might have had to lose, but by the same token, there was disappointment in there because you know what Kevin can do as the guy. You know, and this was a great promo. You liked it? did oh man he's just killing it yeah yeah again talk about emotional intensity exactly emotional intensity roman reigns comes to the ring and does the exact opposite of emotional intensity right because he well no 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 he gives you emotional intensity but with whispers and he does that he does that here he goes to the ring and he says hey you know i'm a humble guy Uh, i try to teach my son about humility every day as much as i can or maybe he said children. He might not have said son. But yeah. then he says, so I'm going to, you know, and then he assigns Paul to brag for him. <laughs> which is what you've done, which is the perfect thing to do. And Paul thanks him for allowing him to do that. And Paul just lays it down. And at the end of it, just to give you an example of how great this is, your whim, let alone your wish, is my command. <laughs> what would you like me to do next? Get me my cousin. But instead, Cor- uh, Cesaro comes out and he's like, blah, blah, blah. You know, he, he not that he says blah, blah, blah. He literally, actually, he literally says, I'm, I'm backstage and I hear blah, 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 blah. And he kind of mo- moves his fingers and he's like, what on earth? This is just baloney. And I thought Cesaro was Cesaro is actually starting to prove Vince wrong. The more mic time he gets, he's more comfortable, and, and he's finding himself in yes. in the sarcastic, pleasant, uh, easy to listen to guy that's self confident because he knows he's like a superhuman when it comes yeah. to fighting. And you know, of course, Roman. And, and- Freaking smart too. Absolutely, and of course, he's the top Lundgren of the WWE. Right, right. Knows multiple languages, that kind of thing. Um, Roman, of course, says, you know, I'll, I'll break your arm, your other arm too, you know. But yeah. as soon as Cesaro says, hey, you know, I'll, I'll be ready by hell in a cell, which is kind of a setup, but it's not for what he's talking about. He said, I'll be ready for hell in a cell. 
why don't you take me on there? And Roman kind of laughs at all, and then Seth jumps him. Yep. Now, real quickly, before we get into the Seth part, Paul ran down Roman's accolades since coming back. And now you can say the Kevin Owens feud and the Jay Uso feud, Roman had to have help here and there to get things done. The other feuds and the big matches, he really did get to kind of do what he said he was going to do. Like he did tap out, I guess, to Daniel Bryan, but then he had the definitive win later on. I thought they Paul did a beautiful job of presenting just the facts in a glor- glor- glorifying way in that I, di- I didn't want to skip over that. Now, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Now, now Seth winds up jumping Cesaro. He beats him up. And um, you're not going to embarrass me. The suit Seth was wearing was otherworldly. I don't know. What is that? You see it on the back of, like, cars all the time. Those little skull heads. Well, it, they're like dead, dead, dead skull. Yeah, and his whole shirt was a bunch of them. And his jacket. And the jacket. I would guess this, if he wore socks, they would have been too, right? But the guy doesn't wear socks. But um, so then he curb stomps Cesaro once Cesaro's to the ground after multiple times doing things to his arm. And then Jamie Nobles and crew come in to run him off. Seth, um, I, I cracked up so hard at this, dude. When Seth walks around and says he's good, he's good, he's calmed down, it's all good. And he walks around the railing <laughs> and they follow him around the railing and he's like, oh, okay, you're going to leave me a clear path? And he just leaves the railing and runs back over there and stomps him right in the head again? Perfect, dude. That whole thing was well, so well done. <laughs> it's almost like J&J Security still working for Seth there. I thought the same thing. I was like, Jamie Nobles is so helping Seth to do this. Right? Always. Always. Life, baby. J&J for life. Man, where's that t-shirt when you need it? Under his jacket right now. (laughs) Yes, and so anyway, and so then Seth winds up backstage, and and not Michaela, the the new girl, tries to interview him, and Seth says, says that he blacked out. He doesn't really remember what happened out there. And you think, well, maybe, is he? Because he, he said this multiple times. Like, sometimes with Ray Mysterio, it was like, I don't I don't know what happened. I blacked out. You know? And then as soon as Cesaro gets rolled by him on the stretcher, he somehow does remember what happened immediately because he starts to tell Cesaro how it was all Cesaro being beaten down from behind and carried out on a stretcher after having his head stomped on twice was Cesaro's fault. <laughs> Obviously, buddy. Obviously. You made me... The, it, it's the one of the more extreme forms of tough love. <laughs> Man. Poor, poor, poor Seth having to do that. Yeah, I know. It, it's got to crush him. Now, you like the segment, though, the whole thing. The whole thing is well done. I thought so too. I thought so too. Then we have, I know you like this. Then we have Dom Mysterio versus Robert Roode 
And cutting to the chase, Dominic Mysterio beats Robert Roode fair and square in the middle of the old ring. Yeah, that happened. All right. <laughs> it's not that it was bad. It's just, really? <laughs> you know what really impressed me? Robert Roode's strength. Because, damn, he can carry anything, can he? I would say this, more more so than carry it, I would say being told you've got to go out there and lose to this guy pretty clean when you've been around the world like, like Bobby has, to go out there and not give a good performance. But uh, you, you remember the Sean documentary, right? And he was talking. Yeah. And he was talking about H. Uh, talking about Stone Cold, and he said his his back bothered him. Obviously, it did. He, you know, it was all he could do to get to the match. He was eating a ton of pain pills, which he had an addiction along with a ton of pain. And he said, "I just felt like putting him over was enough." In his case, I think it was also, and I've heard him say since, "I wish I could have given Stone Cold the match he deserved to to anoint him as the guy," but at the time. He wasn't in the right headspace or physically able to do it. I would not have had a problem if Bobby had gone out there and not looked this good and still lost and been like, well, I put him over, dude. That's got to be enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but Bobby... Want- yeah, consummate professional. He's a consummate professional. He is exactly what pro wrestlers should be. He's He's physical. He's he gives you everything he has every time he 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 wrestles in a way that's safe, even though he is physical. And whoever you tell him to go put over is going to look good when they do it. He he and he and Dolph being together is wonderful because you have two guys that have a long career of no matter what you ask them to do, doing it and doing it as well as it can be done. Then we move to Jimmy says, let's go get him. And Jay says, well, I got to tell Roman. And that is going to be an issue. Roman winds up, when Jay says that, Jay says, so, you know, since you got this thing going on and we took care of Cesaro, then we got this thing with the Street Profits. And that's when Roman says, hey, hey. We is the t- tribal chief in the he- in the main event, Jay. That's the only we here. There is no other we. And he's, he hugs Jay. He leans in and he whispers something in his ear, which is probably to the effect of, you got to go tell your brother you ain't going to help him. And then Jay has this really worried look on his face. And what did you think of this portion of the show? It's a great storytelling. It is. It is. And Jay is doing such a great job of being that uber tough guy whenever anything's involved, unless it's his leader. The You know, the blind following of the man who who feeds you, who pays you, who helps you get more than you had before you met him, 
is really neat and you can see it it's it's a fear but it's kind of different in that it's out of it's a it's a respect fear not a physicality fear if that makes sense exactly yeah and you can feel it in the in the way jay dude it's what what jay and roman are doing is really high level for a wrestling show you know what i mean it's drama it's real drama right Right, and the Street Profits come up next, and they have this great little rundown of of what's going on with Jay and Jimmy, and then they you know, say, we want the smoke, and I liked that too. I felt like the Street Profits, I feel like the Street Profits are starting, this, the whole show, everybody that talks is really starting to kill it in every promo. You know? And... To the yeah. to my point there, there's Sammy's weak. Yes, sir. There's not many weak points. Even Apollo Cruz, man, come on. It, hey, him being allowed to play a character instead of trying to play himself and leaning into the the uh, the little bad thoughts you have as a human when you're competitive and getting to lean into that. And then blow it up out of proportion because you're a pro wrestler and that's the story you're telling. It's given him so much life as a character. And the same thing has happened with Cesaro as he gets on the mic. It's totally different because he's not leaning into being a heel. But he's getting to be secure in who he is because he knows everything Cesaro says is real. It's true. I can beat all of you. It doesn't matter, you know. It, it, you know, it, it. That's true. If we go to the gym right now, none of you guys can handle me in there. You know, if if we want to take a language test, then we're doing anything other than English. Yeah. Yes. Piggybacking on I'll that. I'll still probably be English. Correct. Yeah, because who knows the rules of English if you really really speak it right? Um. Sami Zayn to piggyback on that. He does the promo from Gorilla Position, and he talks about. You know, he'll never, ever, ever forget what, uh, conspiracy. I'm never, ever going to forget what a conspiracy is. Because remember, Kevin Owens was going to pop up powerbomb him so hard that he forgot what that was. Or super kick him so hard he forgot what that was. Then we get out to the ring and we get Sami Zayn, Apollo with Aziz, Big E, Kevin Owens. And my God, I thought this, and like I said earlier, we get kind of a shield match. Right. Remember how the the shield always said, you know, we just made sure that when we were on your screen, you couldn't blink. You couldn't go to the bathroom. You couldn't go to the refrigerator. Whenever on the screen, that's what we were trying to shoot for. You have to pay attention to us. And this entire match, something was going on that involved somebody getting hurt. And every, everything was crisp. There was, there was no wonkiness. There was no, we're trying to figure out what we're trying to do. You have Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Big E, some of the great, you know, Big E's been in some of the great tag matches and multiple man matches, you know, the company's got to offer. Sami, Kevin, Kevin Owens could wind up, if Daniel Bryan were to stay away and Kevin were to put a couple more years behind him like this, if Seth stays in a position where he's not always having matches, he's kind of having some uh, uh, storytelling stuff. Kevin could wind up being the best performer of his generation. And that's a generation that has Zayn, 
Daniels, Punk, Rollins, Cesaro. I mean, when you look at his career, name something bad he's been involved in. No. Name something that, where he's been bad. Right. Right. But even still, they can hand him something bad. You know, they stuck him in they stuck him out there every week as a talk show host. And he would see it in, you know, oh, I can see this is going to turn into a fight. So he'd stand up and walk away from it to give him room to fight each other or, or start throwing the chairs out of the ring, giving them room. Yeah. It's, Have you ever watched the show, dude? Yeah. It's the little things. You know, the, the Shane McMahon feud. Shane doesn't have feuds like that where you're invested. I mean, you're no. you're invested because you know at some point Shane's going to jump off something. You know, that's the investment. And you go through a whole pr- a promo because you're waiting for the big spot, right? You go through two months worth of stuff because you're waiting for Shane to try to kill himself. And But with Kevin, Kevin was able to make it about the soul of the company. Kevin, You know, when Kevin's a bad guy, he's able to make it about everybody being against him. When Kevin's the good guy, he's able to make it about the system being against everybody. And those aren't easy stories to tell back to back. No. You know, and yet he did, he's done it seamlessly. And boy, you ring the bell. It don't get better. Kevin Owens, Mm-mm. not to mention he has luchador moves. Oh, he can do anything. You ask him to do dude. Yeah. He's got luchador moves in the doggone. Oh, um, one of the natural disasters bodies, <laughs> nice. you know, but, yeah. <laughs> and Zane, dude, Zane is an incredible worker, and he was fantastic in this match. And Apollo, Apollo, getting that little time where he's uh, suplexing Big E, and then Big E getting to suplex both him and Zane, and then I think it. And Apollo doesn't just suplex Zane; he tosses Zane when, as as Big E has them both lifted to the point where they get to the top point of the lift. He lets go of him and Sammy flies, you know, (laughs) we do get a little bit of of interference from Azir as he pulls biggie out of the ring as he was going to cover Apollo. Um, and then the lights at, as things get to where biggie's going to put, finish this thing off. The lights go weird. Almost heavenly, which winds up being the opposite of what we're getting. Alistair walks down to the ring. Uh, what do we call that finish of Alistair's? The black mask? Black mask. Smokes Big E with one. Like you said, he's going into a program with Big E. The The difference between the power of positivity and Alistair Black's... The only thing I'm worried about in this feud is I don't want Black to, to lose a feud right out the shoot. He can't. No, that does yeah, he's got and, and I, I hate it for Big E, but you know. Well, the funny thing about wrestling, right? He just got the excuse. He's he's beaten Apollo twice. He loses to him once. And now he has an excuse to quit feuding with Apollo. He can say, yeah. hey, hey, I'll get back to that later. And doesn't have to. Then he gets into this thing with Alistair. And wrestling's cool like that. He can lose to Alistair in a big, big feud and still wind up winning 
some kind of gauntlet thingy or whatever you want to talk money in the bank and getting access to Roman, which I think is where we all want to be by the time we get to mania, at least next year. If, if mania is not Seth versus Roman, then big E versus Roman is where that needs to be going. Right. Exactly. And I do like the fact that when they have, Roman keeping Seth in some weird periphery because it teases the fact that at some point these two evil people will link up and or go against each other because you don't want them being sidekicks because that's not the story you want to tell with those two guys. You want them maybe helping each other out sometimes when it's to their advantage. Eventually, for whatever reason, they're in each other's way and it goes from there. Right? Mm-hmm. You enjoyed this. Oh, I did. I thought it was fun. What Very a, fun last 30 minutes of the show. Right, right. What a great, what a difference. And, and you, continuity throughout the episode, you, you, you tell stories. Um, there's a There are multiple threads on multiple levels. There's a lot of attention to the women's division. There's a lot of attention to the to the tag team divisions. There's a lot of attention to the mid-card the, the champ doesn't really wrestle much, so those stories get told in ways that build up the person who will be challenging him because the person challenging him is either proving themselves in the ring or in these... these You learn about characters in wrestling through, promotion, through promos. Unless you're watching New Japan, right? Yeah. And... um. So anyway, what a great day. I appreciate it, man. Uh, this has been a Go Home Heat production. Copyright 2021 for me and Justin. Go, Go home. home.